0: With a review of Kung Poop. Kung. <laughs> Kung, <laughs> poop. <laughs> Kung Poop. Kung <laughs> Poop. I should just make the the clip at the beginning, like every outtake of me trying to say Kung Poop panda. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 396 with our review of Kung Fu Panda 3. I'm Chris (laughs) DeNaisy. I'm
1: (laughs) I'm Carson Patrick.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we're going to have two reviews for you. We're going to have a review coming up in the feeds for the finest hours. And right now, we are sitting down to bust out some Kung Fu for you. And uh, try to unleash our inner dragon <clears throat> warriors. Or Kung, um, Kung, Kung Fu. Kung Fu Panda. Kung uh, Fu Panda. Damn it. If, if you're confused, well, you shouldn't be confused because I might put outtakes at the beginning of the episode. But basically, it took me like 14 tries just to say the damn name of this film. And then I finally got it right just now, and I almost forgot the three <laughs> at the end. <laughs> that <Thought laughs> it was the third one. I was so surprised that I actually said the title correctly that uh, I almost just didn't make it. But anyway, how are you doing tonight, it. Carson?
1: I'm um, okay.
0: I'm cold. <laughs> you're cold? Wearing a, I'm wearing a hoodie indoors. Oh, are you you're pretending you're Assassin's Creed now or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm straight, straight thugging. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed over here.
0: So, so what's up? You having, having a little cold spell over there in Los Angeles?
1: I mean, it's not cold. Well, I guess it's cold all the time where you are.
0: <laughs> that is I true. Just,
1: The one time I visited San Francisco, it was just, like, balls cold.
0: Yeah. Well, what's actually kind of funny is, like, when I was first getting ready to move up here, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's going to be cold all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've loved the temperature up here so much. It's one of my favorite things about being up here.
1: Yeah, it's really cold. It's really windy, too. But, you know,
0: whatever. (laughs) Besides that, though, I mean, are you excited to talk about Kung Fu Panda 3?
1: I am excited to talk about Kung Fu Panda 3. (laughs) I love me some panda. <laughs> uh,
0: as as do I. So what do you say? Actually, I'm not even gonna ask you. We're just gonna right now. I'm mm. gonna play the trailer for kung fu kung... <laughs> <laughs> for kung fu panda. It's just so much fun. <laughs> More fun to say kung fu. I don't even. I don't know what the problem is. I haven't been drinking. Kung, I like kung fu. I I, I just don't know what the issue is. But while I try to regain my composure and uh, get myself all back and ready to do this review, we're going to play the trailer for Kung Fu Panda (laughs) 3. And then when we come back, we're going to give you a review of that film. Paul, you must take the next step on your journey. Incredible power awaits you. Justice is about to be served. We'll have two justice platters, please. Tigress, did you want extra sauce with that? She wants it on the side. On the side. On the side. If you only do what you can do, you will never be more than you are now.
1: I like who I am.
0: You don't even know who you are. I'm looking for my son. Dad? Give your old man a hug! (laughs) How do we know he's even related to you? Look at that! (laughs) It's like looking in a fat mirror. Come home with me. Hi, I'm Mamie. You must rediscover what it is to be a panda. Yeah! There we go! Awesome! And there, there. I'm fine, I'm fine. There you go.
1: master of pain beast of vengeance maker of widows I okay i used to work with uguay
0: oh master uguay
1: thailand
0: <laughs> you must save the world there's no way i can stop him unless you had an army of your own you don't even know kung fu then you will teach us hi hey! You said this was gonna be easy. I'm gonna turn you into Kung Fu masters. My tenders! The
1: dumpling squadron will take position here, on my signal.
0: The noodle squadron will... This is the spot where...
1: Okay, I saw that coming.
0: This was the one destined to stop me.
1: How about you spare me the chit chat? I'm going to take your chit chat. In the this- chitty, chitty chat 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 In- chat chat chat.
0: In the this- chit chat. Dreamwood's ah! <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3.
1: This is Master Flying Rhino's battle armor.
0: I wonder what this does. I should pull it.
1: I think I just peed a little.
0: All right, so that was the trailer for Kung Fu Panda 3. And uh, basically, it's a simple little story. Uh, there's this big bad guy who has made his way out of the spirit realm, and he's coming, and he's trying to steal the chi from all the grandmasters or great masters and all these people. And, uh, you know, our, our friend Poe, our lovable panda friend, has to uh, look inside himself and to figure out a way that he can master some special magic and uh, try to defeat the bad guy. So, Carson... Have you enjoyed the last two Kung Fu Panda movies?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think we reviewed the second one, um, and I liked both of them quite a bit.
0: <laughs> Do you want to elaborate at all, or <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't. There isn't much more to elaborate other than I, I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy Kung Fu, and I enjoy pandas.
0: <laughs> As does everybody. What, yeah. a,
1: what a winning combination! <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I think that uh, both films I I also really enjoyed. Um, They were sort of the type of film that I was expecting very little from. I was like, okay, cool, it's an animated movie with Jack Black. This should be fun. And uh, I I was genuinely surprised by both previous films. Like they are like they they are well made films with like a decent story. Um, You know, there's some predictableness to it, but like they are. They're extremely fun and uh, they actually have like a surprising lot of heart and stuff to them. So I I had a great time with uh, the the other films. Um, Anytime that you're watching an animated series, which is, you know, bringing out its third film in the series, you, I mean, I I personally go like, they're still doing this thing. So uh, why don't you let us know if uh, the third film worked out as well for you as the last two films?
1: Um, Well, I was going to say that I think the second one was an improvement on the first movie. Um, But this third one, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I think I don't think it's possible to sit here and nitpick Kung Fu Panda 3, (laughs) um, the most watchable movie of all time, possibly. (laughs) Uh, Like, I mean, these movies like aren't anything. You really can't. You really can't critique them very much because, I mean, it's like any animated movie that's just pure fluff, uh, especially a, a a second sequel in an animated franchise. Um, but I will say uh, they didn't they didn't go like wacky and weird like Madagascar three. They didn't pull out all the stops. Um, but this one I felt like was definitely the weakest of the two, and. Um, But like I said, there really isn't anything else to say other than it's still very watchable. And all I can really, I guess, quote-unquote critique it for is the fact that the villain in this one was kind of... He wasn't lame, but he felt like really out of place. Hmm. I don't know about you, but uh, I think the movie would have been more interesting if if it had just all been about poe uh discovering his long lost panda family and uh kind of like a fish out of water comedy and kind of learning the the chi and their way of life um because it felt like the 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 villain was just sort of sandwiched in to like that kind of a movie and there really wasn't a whole lot of uh character stuff going on when he got to the Panda Village. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Like, I don't know. Again, like, it's not something that I should be like, oh, well, you know, this movie sucks because, <laughs> I mean, I, at no point was I just like, oh, kill me. I was just like, it's totally fine. I just thought it was weird that they focused so much on this big bad villain, and he just kind of threw some swords around. And was like, do you guys want state farm insurance? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm good.
0: You you could have gone with like he started throwing symbols at at (laughs) Poe's head or something (laughs) like that.
1: He was like, Parker? I
0: mean, Poe? There, there is no word in the kung fu language that is more dangerous <laughs> than sticky buns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No. But so, so, so. I, I first of all, I'm actually pretty. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you did genuinely enjoy the film because I was, I was worried. I was like walking into a, I don't know. I was walking into the spirit realm un, un <laughs> unprepared for your uh, chi stealing magic. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I disagree with you about the villain. Like I actually really like the villain. Um I I like him mainly because uh I mean you know, like the the backstory of of him and Master Turtle Man, whatever his name is, <laughs> Matt
1: Uruguay or something. <laughs> yeah, Uruguay. Or something. Yeah.
0: But so their 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 backstory of where they how they know each other and where they first came and how they discovered um the powers of, of Chi and stuff like that. Like I, I actually really it, it's a very simple reduced story, but it's enough for me um to to kind of get how it's like two people look at one power from two different angles and they can both sort of like the light side and the dark side of the force in star wars you know yeah. like people it's it's one energy that is uh wielded wielded um by by wielded, different i guess by by different people in a different way and it's either for good or or for evil and i first of all i think the the presentation of that character is like i think he looks super formidable i mean the first time we see him they're fighting in the spirit realm so there's like a lots of like it's a huge expanse of like these f- floating rocks and this like giant temple and all this stuff and like just the he, he seems like a scary person like maybe not enough to maybe lay a dozen eggs or something suddenly um without control but but i mean he definitely has this this intimidating force to him and the the way he wields his weapons and the way he he uses this Chi ability. Um, I, like I thought was legitimately, um, it was like, not, not like terrifying, but it's, I can see how a character in this universe would be terrified and afraid of him. Um, so I mean, I, I really like, la- like I, I wish he was in the movie more like anytime we were cutting away from him, it was still fun and I enjoyed it, but I wanted more, more of those battles. Like anytime he fought, um, a different, um, Every time he encountered another person who wasn't Poe, those fights didn't last long, and, and part of that was because the the narrative is just trying to push the story along to like, look, you Poe are the last person who will hopefully be able to stand up to this guy, and you need to hurry up and and get ready for this to to happen because this guy is just mowing through everybody. You know, I think there's there's a frighten there's a level of frighteningness to that like steamrolling through all these other warriors that um I thought was it was presented in an impressive way and I thought it was just enough um story to to really truly feel like Poe had a reason to do like he so I mean as you see in the trailer Poe finds out about um that that he's not the last panda that there still are pandas out there and he's sort of learning again, how to be a panda, and that sort of involves being super lazy. <laughs> mm. So, like, he's definitely in a situation where he has he has absolutely zero motivation on his own to go off and try to fight this big bad guy. But yeah. by making that character literally just steamroll through so many other warriors that it really becomes a thing where, like, no, he, he can't just sit and lay back and be lazy. He has to figure out what is going on and stuff like that. So, I don't know, I, I, I really enjoyed it.
1: I mean, I have no problem with him as a villain, design-wise and uh, uh, formidableness.
0: but um, <laughs> Formidablosity.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I-, I just felt like... He felt like the villain for Kung Fu Panda 4 or something. Like, he, <laughs> he didn't seem like he belonged in this movie. Because um, it-, it felt like... And you said you wanted more of him. I felt like this movie was... He was in like most of the movie. Like I, I was almost too much of him. I felt like it was Kung Fu Kai. Well,
0: he, I I guess I I can I can see what you're saying. Like it almost feels like we needed him to be the post credit sequence for the last three Kung, Kung Fu Panda films. He's the Thanos. Yeah, he's yeah. the Thanos
1: of the Kung, Kung <laughs> so Fu Panda universe. And then in
0: Kung Fu Panda Four, he's finally here. Like right. he picks up he's his glove.
1: Like, he's like, I better do it myself, or whatever. <laughs>
0: No, I I can totally see that because it, this film does sort of start out of nowhere. And I think for me, the reason why that didn't bother me at all is because that opening scene is so awesome. <laughs> that, no, it's like, cool,
1: but it just it felt really out of place again, where it's just like, why aren't we starting with uh, the panda, the the titular character?
0: You That's know. because there had to be the foreshadowing to the like he's like I got you whatever your weird turtle name is and he's like <laughs> it's okay somebody else will get you later and then it cuts right. to Poe yeah like finding out that somebody's beating his uh, sticky bun eating contest uh, record
1: oh his dumpling eating
0: contest yeah dumplings dumplings yeah yeah
1: oh you just got sticky buns on the brain
0: yeah I don't know why I, <laughs> I, the whole time I've been saying sticky buns buns I've been meaning to say dumplings. I don't I'm know. I'm sure why.
1: Panda I'm sure Pandas like sticky buns too. They're not, you know, biased.
0: Oh yeah. They're they not like prejudiced everything. against food. No, not at all. No. Um
1: but yeah, like I, I just think that I would have rather have seen just a whole movie where Poe's dad shows up and then he goes to the village and then just it's a fish out of water comedy.
0: So c- can we talk for a second about Brian Cranston as Poe's dad? Like I thought he was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean he's. I mean he's always good in anything. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he did, I mean all the voice work is pretty solid. But yeah,
0: yeah, like e- everyone was, in this film, I think was was voiced pretty well. But I think particularly for some reason, Cranston's voice and inflection like fits so well with this like old lost father panda character of that... like
1: a of like a goofy, good natured person. Like yeah. not a he's like <laughs> sort of not bright, but like also he's not. Streets. Or he's not book smart. He's street smart.
0: <laughs> and when he starts making the uh, the blue dumplings, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. kidding.
1: Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> all the pandas love those. <laughs> um, <laughs> they but just
0: don't. they
1: just take an ice pick and just, <laughs> <laughs> just they take the shard and snort that like oh,
0: it's and hot. The, and then in the final battle where he's fighting Kai, he's like, there's just one thing. This is no dumpling. And then he throws it on the ground and the whole temple explodes. Uh,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Super awesome. Well,
1: wasn't his name, um... <laughs> well, I can't remember his name, but... Uh,
0: I... Pandenberg?
1: No, I was going to say Kaisenberg. Oh,
0: there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't, that can... wouldn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, well. Damn. <laughs> This opportunity here,
0: anyways, but um, but yeah, no, I, I, so
1: yeah, I mean, he was a lot better than uh, uh Kate Hudson for no reason as rando uh, uh, uh ribbon panda, ribbon twirling panda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that was the other thing too, is that I thought that her character was being developed as like a love interest for Poe, uh, but then that went nowhere.
0: Well, what's funny though is because they're all pandas, so they're all like um. Like the way she is animated in any other story, you would think she was supposed to be like the ugly girl who's like really into him, and he's got to pretend like he's not into her. But yeah. like, they're all pan pandai, <laughs> so <laughs> so like so like it starts off where it's like stereotypically going to be that sort of joke, and then it just becomes like, eh, we don't even need to go there yeah
1: I mean, I don't carry it away, like i said i'm I'm not sitting here going like, Where's my panda love interest <laughs> well um, I,
0: so so all of the the like you know i I refer to the story and this is pretty simple, and I think all of the kung fu panda film stories are are sort of simplified stories, but they are also all like they all kind of had the same theme to it of like all like you are special who you are and like look inside yourself and you will find like the power that you need and stuff. And, and I think that this narrative, because all the other films have been like that takes a very, um, like it's, it, it, it's a it's a very obvious story arc of where everything is going. But it's still the movie is so fun that like I sort of just wrote that without even complaining it. Like like I would I might normally like nitpick at like how the story beats are like very, very like by the book. This yeah. is the arc it has to go on. All three film or all two previous films have used the exact same arc. Let's just go on this beat and get it done with. But for some reason, like these the film is so well put together and it's so quick and it sort of does everything in such a fun way that like, I'm sort of just like nodding along to it. It's like a familiar song that you've heard that you like, that you genuinely enjoy. Um, and it doesn't feel old, even though like literally the last film spoilers for the second, the the second film ends with him like staring at an empty scroll and then realizing that like, Oh, the secret is inside you. (laughs) Right. Like this film is, is playing off that same trope in a little bit different way, but in this time it's like, it's not just inside you, it's inside all of us. (laughs) Yeah. But, but I think, I think that, that the film has, like, it, it, it pays attention and wants to be like a warm enough experience that like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel cheap. It feels earned, even though like it's telegraphing where it's going the entire time.
1: Oh, I mean, none of that rings false. I mean, it's all the themes and the messages are all really good. And, and uh, none of it feels like phony or anything. Um, I mean, it still has the same amount of heart as the other two movies. It's just movie-wise, not as strong as the other two. Uh, especially since the second one was such a was an improvement over the first one that I thought, you know, I guess maybe expectations were a little higher for this. I don't know, but I'm just saying again. It's not really anything to judge because it's, like, the easiest movie to watch. Yeah. And it's very, very nice to look at, too. I mean, the animation on these movies get better and better each time. But, uh, like, there's a lot of really solid animation in this. Like, all the panda fur and stuff was, like, (laughs) Like, very detailed.
0: Like, I've said it a million times, but I thought the the rendering of the spirit world was freaking awesome. Like, I... I love yeah. that whole environment, um, a lot of, like, super, like, dark environment with lots of, like, bright colors with all, like, magic pe- petals and gold yeah. water and, like, all that super stuff. But, yeah, like, like,
1: the worlds are completely
0: realized, and they look really cool. Did you see it in 3D? Uh, no. Okay, so, um, I, 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 I did because that was the showing that was coming, and I, I really... I think that's part of why that opening scene in the spirit realm seemed so awesome to me because like, especially with the 3D, there was just just this super awesome sense of scale where, you know, when when some, when, when Kai would like throw his double like, um, Crota blades like into, (laughs) into the, uh, in, yeah. into into the thing into, like, and, like rocks and yeah, stuff. yeah grab like a giant rock that was like 50 times his side and then chuck it like you really got the sense that he was throwing like an enormous boulder um and yeah i, I just think that the the 3d specifically in scenes like that was super awesome like obviously you know in dialogue scenes it's not yeah impressive I mean, it's, but
1: the 3d is always better in animated movies. um but, I mean, I'm just so over it. Unless it's, like, the walk where they're like, you gotta see it in 3D because I made it in 3D, you know. <laughs> um, Are like, all right, Mr. Zemeckis. Um, but, yeah, other than that, like, I just don't care. Like, I mean, because most of the time you see 3D, it's so dark. And, like, the visuals in this movie are very bright. So, unless you get, like, a a, th- a theater projectionist who knows what he's doing... um. You know, it usually ends up being, like, darker when once you put the glasses on. And that's always bothered me. I don't know. But I mean, like, when I... I think it totally plays fine in 2D. I think yeah, it's yeah. just... Yeah, I, mean, I don't think you're yeah. necessarily
0: missing anything, but...
1: Yeah. I mean, I can see where the 3D would add something, Um, you know... Uh, in the next movie, we're going to talk about, I don't know where the 3D would have added anything. but uh... <laughs> I,
0: I did not. Want, I, you know what was funny <laughs> is so I, I saw Kung Fu Panda first. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, the next morning, I was going to go see The Finest Hours. And I almost bought, like, I enjoyed the 3D enough that I almost bought a 3D ticket for The Finest Hours just so that I could, like, have a point of comparison between the two of them. And then I was like, <laughs> <"F-> that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, nah, not worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just, I'm done, man. I just, no. <laughs> like, I, there was even like a screening for Kung Fu Panda 3, and i was just like, no, because they're going to show it in 3D. Like, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not down. I,
0: I, I think that of like all the things that you could have been forced to see in 3D, this one at least had enough things that made it worthwhile. So That's no. true
1: It wasn't like um Like when I saw Pan It was like in 3D <laughs> And I was like Not really feeling that Because it was like a free screening But I was just like I want to see it But Yeah Like that was just like Wow this is like some Cheap ass Retro <laughs> Like <laughs> Conversion You know You but mean like, like
0: Seeing all the little kids in 3D s- Singing Smells <laughs> like Teen Spirit <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't get you all excited no i was like i'd rather be watching this in 2d gotcha oh but the uh, the thing about this movie which i'm sure no one else noticed i didn't even notice it until my girlfriend bought brought it up and i was like oh yeah you're right um so Hans Zimmer did the score for this one. (laughs) And um, he did the score for the last one, too, which I thought was really cool. Like there was like the the final um, the final track for the final theme or the end credits theme for for the second one was like really cool. And this one, I don't know what I don't know if he was just like spending too much time on Batman versus Superman or something. But he like phoned this one in um, because (laughs) So after the movie, my girlfriend was just like, she's like, ah, oh, she's like that. She's like Kai's theme just ruined, like almost ruined this whole movie. And I was like, why? And she said, because it sounded like that one song that was in the Legend trailer that was like really annoying. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I was like, yeah, like I, I get what you mean. But like, I didn't notice it during the movie. So I wasn't sitting there going like, what the, you know, what the yeah. hell? Um but like we saw that the trailer for Legend, the Tom Hardy movie, so many times. And like if you if go back like if you haven't if you don't remember, like go back and watch that trailer and there's just this really annoying song that plays throughout the whole trailer and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like really right. <laughs> really annoying guitars and you're just like, Oh, like ah,
0: oh, I'm tired of this trailer. I, I couldn't remember the song at all and then now like the second <laughs> like the first two notes I was like oh that's right I remember that.
1: Yeah so we were oh, like. I said a shootout. A shootout <laughs> is a shootout. I want a proper shootout spittle. <laughs> spits like hardcore. He's my brother. <laughs> I can't kill him. He's my brother. <laughs> I prefer boys. He's <laughs> like I am not prejudiced.
0: Is there another movie coming out like right now about the same guys?
1: Yeah, I saw that on IMDb. I don't know if it's a documentary or what or if it's just like a an asylum version or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I
0: don't like, know. I heard somebody talking about it. They're like, "Yeah, it's about these like brothers who are like trying to be like." Vulnerable. I'm like, "Wait, didn't that movie just come out and wasn't Tom Hardy in it?"
1: Yeah. And poor Tom Hardy, man. That movie failed him so hard. Like he's acting his ass off and playing two roles. And the movie just like could not could not keep up with them.
0: I, I I wish so bad that like he was up for like an award for both for both brothers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> the movie was so good it's like he's nominated twice for the Yeah, that would
1: have been great, like if the movie was actually good. <laughs> um but yeah, so anyway, like we were like, Oh yeah, the legend trailer. And we're like we're like, what the hell is that song? So of course we look it up. And just like every bad thing, it all leads back to Imagine Dragons. (laughs) I was like, that's a f***ing Imagine Dragons song? Like, holy shit, dude. Is it really? It is, I'm dead serious. It's called I'm So Sorry, Imagine Dragons. I was like, how many songs do they have
0: hey hey you get the symbolism there right when the bad guy shows up the song is from imagine dragons and he is the dragon warrior
1: oh gosh! oh my god
0: it works on so many so, levels
1: so i was like so then we played them side by side and it's identical i was like this is imagine dragon is gonna sue somebody but then like apparently there was a an article today my girlfriend sent it to me and she was just like yeah apparently han zimmer got permission to use used that riff from that song. I was like, all right, well, again, phone it in. He's like, I really like this Imagine Dragons song, I'm just gonna use that, because every time Kai showed up, it was like, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so amazing,
1: I love it. Imagine Dragons, they're everywhere. You can't escape them, really. It, 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 even if you don't think it's them, it ends up being them.
0: <laughs> oh man! So, anyways, I hope you know that song's playing underneath all oh, this I'm conversation. Oh, I'm sure it will
1: be. I'm sure it'll be like stuck in my head forever now.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, should we get to our our uh, final verdicts for this episode? All right. All right, Carson, if you were going to give this a must-see, a recommend with a caveat, a wait-for-rental, a pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it?
1: I would give it a recommend, caveat being it's not as good as the other two, but it's still very watchable, so you should see it. Because if you like the others, you'll probably like this one.
0: So I- I'm actually going to go ahead and just uh, bump that up to a must-see. Um, I- like like I genuinely really enjoyed this and I, I was expecting zero from it. I kind of forgot it was even coming out. And then when we were talking about the films we were going to review this week, I felt almost sort like, even though I was half heartedly recommending it, I, I felt, felt like I was the only person who was willing to review it. <laughs> so, so going in and seeing it, I was like, no, like this is like we're in the middle of January. There's nothing else to watch. Go see freaking Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. That's what I had to say. Well, So there you go.
1: You said it. You said it.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, that is going to bring us to the end of uh, this review of Kung Fu Panda 3, um, which is really hard for me to say for some reason. Um, You can't find Karsten online because he's hiding from the black helicopters and trying to sneak away from all the government surveillance and all that kind of jazz. I'm trying
1: Um, to figure out where Imagine Dragons has penetrated... The social zeitgeist. Where Um, else have they planted their seed?
0: It's it's from breathing in all the chemicals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That one performance at Lollapalooza. It was well, like a, it was a butterfly effect.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: is when the Project Almanac guys were going back in time, they were forced, like our brains, residually were picking up how many times, like they they kept going back, and we all kept experiencing that one concert over and over and over again. Yeah, we did. There's nothing you can do. It's still going. But if you want to read all about my love of the Mansion Dragons, you can head over to uh, ChristopherInRealLife.com dot com or follow me at Twitter.com dot slash. Uh, Christopher IRL, <laughs> I almost said spoiler warning. Um, if you want to get a bunch of the back episodes of the show, you can head over to the thespoilerwarning.com because we've got a bunch of those there. Um, if you want to know when those episodes go live, when this episode goes live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, um, you can send an email to fans at the You can use the contact form on our site or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760 4 tsw at 760-575-4TSW seven six zero five seven five four eight seven nine um if you enjoyed the show we would uh, much appreciate it if you would give us a starred rating on itunes and if you're feeling really randy you could even leave us an actual written review because uh we enjoy we enjoy reading those and we'll totally not talk about it if you're mean to us in that written review (laughs) Um, but yes, the music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Kung Fu Panda, or it might be Imagine Dragons.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there's no difference, so...
0: <laughs> Kung Fu, dragons, imagine. Um, but yes, if you uh, if, we, if you will excuse us, Carson and I have to go get on a ship and, uh, you know, uh, steer it through some pretty heavy seas until it yeah. breaks in half. I lost and my compass. If... <laughs> And then if we're lucky, if we're lucky, one, Stephen Miller will be able to get on his boat and he will be able to make it out past the bar and he will be able to come try to rescue yeah. us.
1: Any you cocksuckers got a sex it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That wasn't a line from the movie.
1: No. That was my poor attempt at the Boston accent.
0: <laughs> they they say you got to go out. Don't say you got to come back in. <laughs>